to a pleasure podcast for more from our sex podcast collective visit pleasurepodcasts.com this episode is sponsored in part by tracy's dog a pleasure device company go to tracysdog.com to order tracy's dog og flow today and enter code s and s to get 15 percent off your purchase i first bought some of their pleasure tools way back when after i saw a viral amazon review that included the customer saying I'm pretty sure I levitated. It was an unending orgasm, and this time my soul left me. I shook for a good five minutes. I couldn't get up off the bed, even if I wanted to. I stared at my ceiling days, trying to remember who I am and what year this is. Well, I personally can't promise levitation, but their new OG Flow is definitely worth a try. The OG Flow is a double pleasure device that lets you experience blended orgasms on your own or with your partner. The sucking simulator delivers a nice, soft-lipped sucking sensation, while the flexible shaft delivers precisely targeted vibrations to your internal pleasure spots. I am biased, but I think it will totally blow your mind. So go to tracysdog.com to order Tracy's Dog OG Flow today and enter code S and S to get 15% off of your purchase. That is tracysdog.com, T R A C Y S dog, tracysdog.com, and discount code S A N D S to get 15% off of your OG flow. Oh, and before you use it, make sure to get some towels ready at your side. Trust me, you might need them. I don't know Tracy's actual dog, but I do know she's a good girl. Tracy'sDog.com and discount code S&S for 15% off. Thanks for tuning in. Sluts and Scholars is a sex-positive, shame-free educational podcast where we try to help you talk smart and fuck smarter. While we love to give advice and resources, please note that this podcast or any emails from us are not intended to be therapy or a replacement for therapy. Welcome to slutty season, aka the theme this October and my favorite time of year. Just a reminder, I am running the show a little differently this season with a new theme each month, kind of like mini seasons. I am biased because I like them all and I hope you will too. But don't forget, if you have a suggestion, you can always email us at slutsandscholars at gmail.com. Last month was back to the basics and this month is slutty season, aka slightly more advanced pleasures. A little sluttier than September with some scholarship too, of course. And remember, when I say slutty, I like past guest Dirty Lola's definition of it, which is that being slutty is being in love with your own sex life. I know there are so many archaic uses of the word as a derogatory term, but I, and hopefully all of you slutty scholar listeners, are taking it back. Enjoy! Welcome back to another week of Sluts and Scholars. I'm Nicoletta Heidegger, and I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist and sexologist. I am excited to welcome back ASMR Daddy, or Rick. Uh, ASMR Daddy is a writer, Deviant, and Tarantino fan from Australia who started making respectfully disrespectful audio porn for his sexually frustrated female friends during a pandemic lockdown. Uh, But now people of all genders and around the world uh, listen to all of his fun, smutty audio. And next thing you know, he's sharing his dirty words all around and love of power dynamics with the world. And he also has an awesome Patreon and a Discord for even dirtier fun for all the good the good little boys and girls. And again, if you're listening, you know I mean adults who like being little boys and girls. Um, all right, welcome back. It, it is an absolute pleasure to be here again. And you know what you missed from, from your intro, Nicoletto? What? Spectacular oh God, human what? being. You should, you should throw that in there. I think spectacular oh. human being should be in there too. 
See, if you have to say that you are that, I feel like you're not. No, I'm just kidding. I know, I know you're. I know you're a spectacular human being. Um, I will. What will you? What will you do if I don't add that in? Oh, oh, oh. The, the the brat is here early, ladies and gentlemen. The brat has arrived. <laughs> she has arrived. Okay, so last time we talked, you were in lockdown and like I guess having fun making like smutty content, but now Australia like doesn't give a fuck anymore and has opened up. <laughs> so um tell me about some of the like yeah, tell me about some of the like most awesome, disgusting things you've done since <laughs> since things have opened up. I, wait, are we talking about in real life, or are we talking about in the digital space? Um, whatever you're comfortable sharing, but let's let's make it in the in the space of sex. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it! I really want. To- <laughs> I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear if you're like, oh, I took a really like dirty run in the mud and you know went mountain biking like unless it ended with like getting your dick sucked in the you know the eucalyptus whatever i I mean i was going to tell you about a a very seductive trip to the supermarket but you know maybe that's maybe well when you say it when you say it like that i'm curious (laughs) it was it was a completely normal trip um no i i guess i have been you know there's, there's been a little bit of making up for 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 lost time i guess because yeah that lockdown was huge like like I think we're in like it's like 250 days all up. Like it's almost like two thirds of a year. And so there was definitely a lot of um, pent up sexual frustration here in here in Nam, here in Melbourne. Uh, and, and I really felt like the first the first couple of months was was almost this this kind of intense. Like people just wanted to connect with people again, and and so like people were just kind of like out there, like going out. Like the, I, I I think all the dating apps were kind of burning up as well so there was there was definitely a lot of uh a lot of mischief that was that was happening in those first first couple of months i think um and i i I did partake in some of that as well yes (laughs) (laughs) okay what do you think is like a good balance like let's say i mean most people i would say in la and and elsewhere are are going out and doing things some people still aren't um you know obviously lots of different things going on in different Mm. parts of the world. But what do you think is like a good balance between like reintegrating back into like kink or sex parties or other things um, when you're feeling really excited and like glad to be there and like stoked to reconnect, but like not wanting to be um, an overzealous creep? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I I think it's, um, I, I think it really is about making sure it isn't just purely about, yourself as well do you know what i mean it's not getting like completely 100 percent caught up in in oh i want this now i've been missing out on this and and, and i'm gonna go ahead and pursue this now like uh, i i you also you know you should always be kind of like mindful of um of of your partners and the people that kind of like that are, that are out there and their wants and needs as well i think um yeah yeah i i i i I, after all of that time being kind of locked down and 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 going without, I, I think that's that can be a bit of a danger in terms of just being a selfish creep, right? Who's just out there like, you know, I want it all, give it all to me. Um, and yeah, that yeah. can that can lead to some some very one sided interactions, I guess. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I was, I mean, in terms of like your work and stuff too, I was looking at like some of the recent releases and things and um, would love to talk about some of the topics that you've been covering. Um, so one that I feel like keeps popping up is breeding. Yeah, yes, <laughs> which is which, um, which is also very interesting um, considering uh, what's been happening over in your neck of the woods um, with the whole Supreme yes. Court and Roe v. Wade. Um, and, and that's um, that's actually uncovered some interesting um, questions, right, about about exploring that kink mm. right now and whether that feels appropriate and right, or like the right thing to do. Have have you had any of these like conversations with people over there? Not enough because I definitely want to talk about this intersection, mm. and I'm like so glad that you connected. I wasn't even going to make that connection, and I think that's essential. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, for for me, I think. Uh, how would I say this? I feel like what always comes to mind around this for me is like the difference between fantasy and reality, yeah. right? I think, yes. Okay. And, and to, to define it, I know I said this wasn't as much a beginner episode, but if you're listening and you're like, what is breeding fetish again? It's basically kind of the, and tell me how you would define it, but like the, the turn on, the arousal, the interest in sort of the um, idea of like getting impregnated or being impregnated or impregnating someone um, and coming in them without protection um, as a as a as a fantasy, right? And so obviously, I think there are some people who are like, it's not a fantasy, and they're like, I want to be pregnant. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> so this is this is a different kind of thing, and so I think it just makes me want to rename the difference between like fantasy mm. versus behavior. And so I am sure there are lots of folks out there who do believe in abortion access and don't actually want to get pregnant or are afraid to get pregnant because they are marginalized because they're in a place where they can't have access to abortion. But that doesn't mean they don't have the fantasy, mm. or maybe it's even become a stronger fantasy because now it's scary and taboo and this is a way to like sort of fetishize the trauma of our yeah. rights being taken away um of like now i want to get extra pregnant but it's on my terms yeah. kind of thing <laughs> it's it's really interesting because like i i you know it, it's it's one of the um kinks that I've, I've definitely explored over the years and and you know i've, I've heard from from my audience and from from people and, and, and there is a you know a large cross-section who really really enjoy it but it it you know, I'm always kind of trying to take a step back and think about the, the content that I'm putting out, and you know what what it is thematically, and and how that's being um, you know accepted. And I'm always open to new ideas as well. So, like, um, you know, it was probably in the last probably in the last twelve months is when you know I started. Mm -hmm. I I have from the beginning um, got requests for. Um, uh, uh, gay themed um, audios, and 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 I I gave it a shot. Like I really really gave it a shot, but it it just didn't feel authentic. And I think you know part of the appeal of what I yeah. make is that it's you know I'm I'm really turned on like when I'm making it, and it's it's not scripted. It's kind of like a, you know this stream of consciousness, and and I'm very much in it. And when I was, which is like so impressive, which is so impressive. Oh, <laughs> like this, I, I people. People struggle what to say in the moment, especially when they're like, you know, energy is elsewhere in their body. Mm. So I think it's like, it's definitely speaks more to like your creativity and like ability to express yourself in that way. Um, but yeah, that, that makes sense. I think that's a tough balance, right? Cause I hear that you want to like be talking to a diverse audience and not make people feel left out, but then you're like, I'm just not 
Mm. This is just not my niche. But, but, but then I then I found a way through that, and because you know I was talking, I, you know, talking to oh. audience and stuff, and and I was like, oh well, I can do non-binary audio. Like I can I can strip out like strip gender out of this, and you know whether whether it's the mm. you know the pet names or um just the you know just changing everything to they them like you know it makes it accessible to a, a, a whole other audience as well and and makes it more uh. inclusive and so I started recording some of those and and you know they that that was something that was really you know well accepted and and I'm like oh you no know, started getting calls to do more and more of that so I'm always trying to think of 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 how I can improve things but I'm also like I also yeah like when things like Roe v Wade happen I'm like is this an appropriate time to be putting out, to be a white cishet man putting out breeding kink audio like is this an appropriate thing to be doing and you know having a conversation with people I know having a conversation with my subscribers and trying to figure out what that balance is and what was the what was sort of the feedback you got? Yeah, I think it's like you know there was definitely some like I've I've kind of taken a bit of a, a step back from it, and I mean you know you've you've seen me on Instagram. I'm a raging, angry person, um, <laughs> you know, anti-authority person most of the um, time. <laughs> yeah, see, I don't know if I would say a raging angry person. I would say someone who includes their political and yes. moral and ethical there we go. <laughs> things in their work and is is talking about that stuff. Yeah. 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 And, and like that's that's really important to to me personally and uh, and to the work because it's it's built on a foundation of of feminism, you know, and it would it's it's it would be really in authentic like inauthentic to myself as a person if if I didn't take a step back and question those things and kind of go, mm, you know, do I need to reel this in and, you know, have some conversations with people. So, yeah, like I have pulled it back a little bit, but, you know, the, there is that separation there um, um, between the fantasy and reality. But at the same time, it also gives me a bit of a platform to talk about it too if I'm putting up stuff like this out and and creating those conversations. So, Yeah. I mean, I think it's important. It's good to be curious about that, especially as you said, being like a white cis male in the in this dominant role with the with the power dynamic. And so, I'm glad you're being curious. I'm glad you're asking. And I think imagining like taking it down because of what's happening sort of reminds me of like whatever wave of feminism is like anti sex work. Mm, yeah. Um, right. So it's sort of saying that like, oh, if this stuff is happening, then you're not allowed to like want to be degraded. Mm. Or if this stuff is happening, then you're because to me, I think a lot of, I don't know, a lot of kink stuff can be really corrective. And it's an area where you can have creativity and have, yeah, have those healing corrective experiences when it's not happening in reality and a way to kind of re-narrate it on your terms. And so I can understand why it would be triggering for some, but at the same time, it might also be healing for some yeah. um so i think it could go either way in my opinion mm. i mean I, you you would be so much better um suited to answer this question so i'm really interested to, to dive into that further because <laughs> because you know i i do like i get like part of the reason that i i'm still so passionate about this and probably even more so now from when i started is you know, I, I I hear I hear that from from people all the time talking about how um, healthy and healing and helpful my audio has been in terms of mm-hmm. being able to connect with their sexuality again, or you know, being able yeah. to kind of uh, this 
that's been an easy accessible door into kink that's helped open it for you know their marriage you know some people have, have have spoken to me about how they never really knew how to bring this up to a partner but you know because this is kind of audio based it strips away the visuals it feels like a it's, it's more easily accessible to kind of show a partner it's like less scary maybe um Mm-hmm. And hearing those stories is, has, you know, keep inspires me like every every day to kind of go, wow, like I never knew that this would be anything except like this, you know, fun kind of project that would, you know, help my help a few friends out to to being something where people are like, you know, thank you so much. This has kind of opened this door to me. Um, like you must come across that all the time with your therapy work in in terms of kink being something that it has been healing. I think what's difficult about having media out there is that especially if it's on this realm and i guess this is true for my podcast this is true for tv shows this is true for your like audio porn i think it's difficult because it's not like we can have individual um consent negotiation conversations with all of our listeners and so that's tough because then it's you know it's because it's putting the onus on the viewer or the listener to like know what they're uh, maybe their boundaries are, their triggers are, and to know how to like self-soothe or not, or be able to approach us if something was um, felt harming to them. But I think it's tough because everyone has, in an ideal world, when we're talking about this content, um, if you were doing that in real life, you'd be able to sit down and have a pre-negotiation yeah. and a post-aftercare scene. Um, but we're sort of like preaching to the masses here. So it's, uh, I don't know, I think it's it's hard to know what's going to hit and how and where and usually we don't know until we fuck it up yeah yeah that's a really good point that's a that's a really good point um it's 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 interesting too like i you know because i think like the it's it's like life in general like kink is is very much you know the same deal like there you are going to have they're going to be missteps along the way and you learn from failing kind of thing but yeah, like you know, you failing, failing, <laughs> um, in in kinkle, like those mistakes, they can kind of really kind of push you out of it as well, and just be like, you know what, no, like I, I don't think I, I don't know if I want to be involved in this anymore. Um, you know, a, a bad experience yeah. can really kind of color it and 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 push you out um, at times as well. So yeah, it's a double edged sword, isn't it? Yeah. Um- before we get even deeper into the politics, let's just go back to the breeding kink yes. for a second. <laughs> so, like, uh, tell me about some ways that you've, like, yeah, like, what can that look like in the fantasy realm? And this could be from your audio, from personal life. Like, what has the breeding kink looked like? And and how can people kind of um, creatively explore that um, for those who are wanting to do it? Yeah, like, yeah. Some some example some examples. Please feel free to add as much detail as you'd like. Um, uh, I mean, look, you know, when it's um, real life, uh, you know, with it when it's with like um, partners, and you know, it's something that we've really discussed and and gone through in in, in a lot of detail. So, in, in in my exploration, it's always very much been fantasy fantasy based. Um, and, mm-hmm. uh, the, the partners, um, um, that, that I've had who've, have been really interested in, and, and, and that I've explored breeding kink with, it's, it's the same. It's, it's very much this fantasy. It's the, uh, it's very much the, the, the illicit and taboo nature of it. And so look, lots of conversation, you know, like I, I, it's, it's one of those ones, I mean, 
all kink does. I mean, all sex should. <laughs> Preaching to the converted over here. Maybe, maybe including, um, are you on birth control and what happens if we do get pregnant right? and what like, are our it's plans? All, you have to. You've, you've got to cover like all of yeah. those things because otherwise you, you <laughs> yeah, you just, you know, you're leaving it up to the, the the fates of the gods, which is is just outrageous. So, yeah, you you do, and, and it's it's all the sta- very much standard things like you know STI tests and stuff. But you really do need to go into to to the nth of it and talk about like, well, if if this do- if you do get pregnant, what are we going to do from here? Like, what what are, what is the actual yeah. um, outcome from it? So, yeah, I, like when it comes to the the in real life stuff, it's it it is one that um, you really got to dive into, and you got to have you know such great trust and, and open vulnerability and, communi- and communication with that partner it isn't something you should just like dive into headlong with somebody you know you've just learned their name last week kind of thing so um <laughs> you know it's funny i'm asking about it but it's definitely not my jam i feel like my jam is like i've got like a vasectomy kink i'm like i'm like people who tell me they're getting a vasectomy like, i'm like yes like you should do an audio about you at the doctor's getting a vasectomy like <laughs> That would be my case. You, you know, versus- <laughs> this is this has actually been suggested a, a few times, and and and, and yeah. this is off the the back of, of Roe v Wade as well. And I'm like, you know what? No, like I it's I wrote it down on my little <laughs> list of like let's keep these can ideas you get on here. Board with that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, can, I can definitely do it. Look, it, it's 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 a great you know <laughs> it is a great argument to be made. I mean, vasectomies. Yeah. Um, they're, they, you know, they're pretty reversible <laughs> for a while. Um, and let's let's face yeah. it, you know, my gender has not taken any 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 ownership of birth control ever, 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 ever. So mm. yeah, I can I can see why that would be a bit of a turn on. Yeah. Why do you think? Um, why do you think you like it? Um, look, I I am. Uh, uh, an absolute um, hedonist, right? I am. I just, I just am, and, I, and I'm just a, a filthy deviant. And so, look, anything that 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 involves cum and lots of it, I'm, I, I'm, I'm there for it. I'm, <laughs> I am, I, I am yeah. here for it. So that, that's basically what it comes down to. Like, it's okay. Okay, and the put, on, the, put on the spot. Put on the spot. Yes. Five favorite things to do with cum. Oh my god! Okay, 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 okay. Oh god, this is tough. This is like naming like my like top five albums or something. Yeah, like when when someone's like, "What's your favorite <laughs> movie?" Like, no. and I'm like, "I've never seen any movies <laughs> ever before." <laughs> um. Uh. Okay. Okay. Definitely. How 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 nuanced can I get? So covering a partner as nuanced as you co- want. Covering yeah, yeah, a partner yeah. in in cum is always fun. You know, like any particular spots where, um, you know, look, you, you can't get past the classics. I, I love, I love the tits. I love the ass. Um, there is, I, you know, like I, I also, uh, I, I, do I, no, I enjoy the face as well, but there's, there's also, I like if, if, if your partner is really into it, I think that's when that's really hot. Like, like all of the face is incredible. Um, yeah, it's like, it, it's funny. Cause I, I, go back and forth sometimes when it comes to like swallowing sometimes i really enjoy it and sometimes i'm like no it's all gone (laughs) (laughs) what a waste (laughs) so much to do didn't even get to play with our food (laughs) um yeah very much so um i'm sure somebody has made this but i really like the like the art that it can make and i feel like there needs to be like a photo 
like an art gallery of just like Jackson yeah. Pollock's sperm. What would um you know like wait on, is Andre Serrano from LA? I don't. So know. he was I'm he clearly I don't know. He, who that he was is. an artist. So his most famous piece was called Piss Christ, and he it was this amazing photo of a crucif- crucified Jesus submerged in his own urine. Um, hilariously, Googling. Australia has a long, a bit of a history with this because somebody here in Sydney, I think, attacked it with a hammer for being like oh. anti-religious. But he um, does these, well, yeah. he, he does these amazing pieces where he mixes his blood with his cum, and and it, oh. it's, I think most people like would recognize he um, did the cover of a Metallica album. There you go. There's some. Ah, yes. Semen Semen and Blood 3 by Andres Serrano. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) They even, someone made sneakers out of these and a skateboard. (laughs) Amazing. Well, there you go. So I obviously have not been as creative with my calm as some people because this this guy's out here making album covers. Yeah, you're just basic. You're like the boobs. (laughs) Come on, get it together, ASMR daddy. Push yeah, yourself. Honestly, this is fucking, yeah, this is, this is like, I've, I've heard it all. I, um, I, I, I had one partner who, who loved, um, loved it being served to her. So, uh, oh, like putting it in other things yeah, like to serve a, it? A, a, like a, a, a dish to, to lick up. Um, one of the most visually, um, um, amazing ones was, uh, on her glass coffee table. Um, and then, Oh, and then she had to like zamboni yes. it off of the glass. <laughs> yeah, very, very much. Oh so. boy. <laughs> Interesting. Mm. Okay, well, on the flip side, what is your f- best? Well, I guess some people don't want to clean it up, but like any tips for like your favorite cleanup rituals? <laughs> so like, there's a there's a company that that I know I've gotten some um, you know free stuff that I've given away called um, Awkward Essentials and they have these like sponges that you can put inside that like ah. soak up the cum from your from your orifice um, I always tell people to make sure that you do like a dry wipe first because if you go right into the water it's going to like congeal yes. into this fun mm-hmm. little paste mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always it's always fun though when you're like you think you've got it all off and then you're like out and about and you're like, like why wait, is this what like is, itchy what is, and there's like oh. a whole <laughs> Yeah, like a whole dry patch of this like scaly old cum, and you're like, "Oh God, I'm at work now," which I guess is, I mean, I wouldn't tell a client, but I guess it fits with my work. It's yeah, like, yeah. Oh, excuse me, I just have to get this dried cum off of me. One moment. Meanwhile, meanwhile, I'm here at the office, and Sally from accounting is just looking at me like, "What is going on over there?" Um, the, the one of the one of the um, uh, recent um, issues I've started to. Uh, 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 come into with um, um, with uh, cum is that th- see, this hair is a new development. You were like you would remember the last time I spoke to you. This okay, so you can't you can't see him, but you can tell from his progressively <laughs> showing more pictures um, that he has long hair. I'm slowly turning into uh, Dumbledore. Um, uh, but <laughs> oh, that's a king. Oh, have you done one of those? Is that a good audio Ooh, we can have here? Well, uh, look, this could work. I did do a. Um, like a Star Wars themed one. I, d- I read out like a whole bunch of lines mm. from Star Wars that out of context sound like innuendo, which was hilarious. But you know what? You know what? There's there's a lot of there's a lot of like puns and, and innuendo we could work into a Harry Potter themed audio. I think I think we could do this. Um but yeah, the yeah, recent yeah. the recent issue with the hair is that um yeah, I've I've never gotten come in my hair before, but now this now this is happening. 
So, what a priv. That's a very privilege. That's the most privileged <laughs> thing I've heard. <laughs> yeah, I won't argue it's that. Very, this is very one. This is very one sided. <laughs> On the in the realm of privilege, though, I know it can be a lot of power mm. to be a person in media and to be someone who is dominant. How do you keep your own power dynamic in check to make sure that you're not going into the realm of like narcissistic shitty dom as we know some people go yeah, into? Yeah. Yeah. Look, I think it's, um, I don't know. I, I, I've always been very self-deprecating. I think that really helps. Like it's, Maybe you need more cum. You need more cum in your hair so you can check yourself a little bit. No, yes, let's 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 just condition my hair in in cum and, and bring me down a little bit more. Um, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Look, it's I, and and look, I I I think there's something in um, the Australian sense of humour, which which is kind of you know a little you know keep yourself humble kind of thing. Um, so yeah, I look, I. I I, but I always do try to make I, I check in a lot to make sure that you know I'm not letting it get to my head, and and one of the things that's really great for um, for that is the Discord that I have. Um, the community there is so amazing, and like you know the reason that I built it in the first place, and I always remind myself of this is that it wasn't for like adoration of me; it really was to to build a kind of a safe space for, for people who had found this content, were really interested in it, wanted to kind of connect with other people and discuss, you know, themes and thoughts around it. Mm -hmm. um, and, yeah. and that's really what the, that discord community has done. And, and they are amazing at, 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 at taking me down a couple of pegs. It's brilliant. Like they, they <laughs> like, cause like I do, I, I go in kind of, and, 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 and always kind of just saying, look, I'm just a normal person. Like you don't need to worship me. Like that's where the name Rick came from. They, they realized like, look, <laughs> we don't want to call you ASMR daddy. They invented this name. I don't even know what its origins are. I just lean into it. Um, and they're, they're brilliant. They're absolutely brilliant in terms of just not having that parasocial relationship with me. They they really get more of a, a sense of idea of just who I am. I'm just a normal, normal person with a, you know, absolutely filthy mouth, you know? So um yeah. that the the Discord has no, been I think wonderful. That, I for think that. that's key. Thank you to our other sponsor, Coral. Coral is an easy-to-use, science-based app that improves your intimate life. Coral helps couples feel closer and communicate more effectively and helps single people create deeper intimacy with themselves. Visit mycoral.co slash S&S to download Coral and begin creating deeper intimacy with yourself or your partner today. I actually just used the app with my partner last weekend on a road trip, and I've also been referring clients to this app before they even sponsored the podcast. I think it's a really great tool and resource because maintaining connection with yourself and your relationships obviously takes time, effort, and work, and Coral makes it easier and really helps me personally stay accountable in my own pleasure journey. Coral has some amazing features, including a secure encrypted chat space for couples, where Coral helps guide the conversation with prompts to build heat, connection, and communication skills. They also have guided audio exercises and discussion forums, where you can ask one of Coral's experts and science advisors anything, anytime, and connect with a supportive, like-minded community. 
Visit mycoral.co slash S and S to download Coral and begin creating deeper intimacy with yourself and or your partner today. The link is in the episode's description. That's mycoral.co slash S and S. M-Y-C-O-R-A-L dot C-O slash S-A-N-D-S and start using Coral today. The link again is in the episode's description, mycoral.co slash S-A-N-D-S. Check out the link in the episode's description. Now back to the episode. Yeah, I think that's key having like checks and balances, but it has to be checks and balances of people who are neutral of the same like power level, yes. I think, or of higher power, power structure level mm. than you. Um, so, so that you know that they won't be afraid or that they won't be like, yeah, that they can share honestly yes. with you or you're not in like a, a dynamic that would maybe color that I think. And so checks and balances in, I think in all relationships are helpful. And this is why being in community is helpful, but like making sure that you have checks and balances mm. of like what, you're doing what you know i don't know play partners think that you're doing like if you're at parties like people who you know will approach you and will like give it to you straight and whose whose opinions you trust but also like maybe even people with different opinions that you don't not i want to say like people you don't trust but like maybe people who uh, you don't really like their style but making sure that you're not just like an echo chamber i think is really important yeah i think the 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 worst thing you can do is just surround yourself with people who just who are just going to say yes to everything you know um i'm I'm interested to hear your experiences because you know like i am I'm, i'm really interested in parasocial relationships in general like even outside of kink i think that's such an interesting thing that 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 really seems to be heightened in 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 how digitally connected we are these days but i mean that that must be something that you experience a lot as well because you've been doing this for a long time now you have such an amazing reputation you're brilliant at what you do and and you're very you know keep going keep going keep going (laughs) praise kink let's go told you i like that so So, sorry everyone this has just become uh nicoletta praise kink audio now so you'll just have to deal with literally why i had you on and what i said and art preparation for this <laughs> um but you are you you you're you're absolutely fantastic and such a you know important and 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 part of the this community and yeah i'm i'm really interested to hear how how like do you get that like a lot of people trying to you know cross that line online uh, and or does it happen more in person and how do you deal with it i think for the for the parasocial relationship piece um I think, and this is true for a lot of therapists, I think I've found, especially for like femme therapists, Mm. um, when we tell people what we do, they just automatically like, a lot of people just lose their boundaries. Yeah. Um, And I think that's because like, uh, they feel like a sense of safety or they're, I'm emanating a sense of non-judgment or security. And so I think a lot of people like forget their boundaries because they're like, oh, finally, someone I can tell Mm. this to, like, unburden myself. And so I do get a lot of um, DMs and a lot of messages and um, a lot of emails of people who, like, just have no boundaries Mm. and so that'll be like can you answer this long thing for free (laughs) um and like tell me all their trauma and or like um can you give me like all of these resources um and then you know i'll maybe respond with some resources and they like never say thanks or never whatever um or folks who 
you know, then we'll just be blatantly, like, inappropriate of, like, you know, the, hey, babe, here's a dick pic, or, like, oh, hey, princess, you know, th- those those gross things that a lot of, that a lot of us get on, uh, on the social media. Yeah, um, but, yeah. But, you know, I think, yeah, a, a lot of people will tell therapists when we're in training to not tell people on, uh, on airplanes what you do mm. because especially if it's a long flight they're gonna like it's gonna be like a therapy Yo. session like i remember one one woman i met in line at sundance started crying to me in the line at sundance like after briefly after i told her what i do oh, wow. and i was like can i give you a referral for a yeah, therapist yeah. because i'm just trying to watch a movie <laughs> here um so you know I, the boundaries i keep is usually like if someone asks just for like a resource i love resource sharing so i try my best to like you know if someone's just like hey you're in this space like any can you point me in the mm. right direction i usually love answering those things and I'll, I'll do it for free and you know that i i love resource sharing and community building that that feels good and that feels like um something i'm willing to Mm. do i think where i draw the line is when someone's like i want to do what you're doing can you um just talk to me for free and tell me exactly how you got to where you are and what worked for you so i can do your your job um but i don't want to pay you um that's a no for me (laughs) so i will say yeah i do you know career consulting and here's my hourly rate i do offer sliding scale for you know um, for students and marginalized folks and here's what that is but you know i charge for that and then often no response right yeah. <laughs> uh, but the people who are serious are like oh of course like or usually the, the people who are serious will like offer it um initially on that on the outset um yeah but i think it's yeah, it's tough. I remember at, at Sundance, like the lady just asked me what I do, and like two minutes later, she was like crying about how she hates her husband, and I was like, um, <laughs> "I feel for you, but like I just, I'm just here. To, I'm just here to watch for, before sunset." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. So, yeah, I think it's it's tough. But then on the flip side. I also really love the connections yeah. I make with people online, right? Like you've got your Discord and there's some people who have reached out to me and told me amazing, lovely stories about how the podcast has helped them and supported them. And um, that's great. And and I do feel like, I don't know if I would say they're friends in the traditional sense, but they're community yeah. um, and people who will reach out and say things or give feedback. And, and that's lovely. Like, I, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm the same. I, I, it's, it's funny. I think there's, there's, there's definitely, uh, that chance to kind of do maybe too much emotional labor at times for, for, for others. But I guess, you know, that's, I, I, it, for you, that's why you got into this, right. Is to help other people and, and you, yeah, you want to be able to do that. But at the same time, it's like, well, I can't give everything, you know, like it's just, it'll be so draining yeah. after a while. Yeah. And sometimes I have made the mistake of giving mm. too much and then I do feel drained and that's how I learned or tried to learn <laughs> what my boundaries are. It's a, How's you know, that it's a going, Nicoletta? How is that going? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, uh, it's going. Um, I, it's a constant work in progress. Um, and that's coming back to the checks and balances mm. thing. I do have checks and balances of like friends and colleagues in my community and other people, but I feel like I'm on the other side. Not that I don't need checks and balances, because of course I do, but I'm really hard on myself. And so I feel like I'm my most critical yeah. check and balance. Yeah. So I'm more on the other side of like doubting everything I do and wanting wanting the praise kink for an hour. <laughs> um and then and then being like 
tell me more. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna really record you like an hour long one just for you, just, just to, just you can put on. Don't give me you can empty just, promises. You can just put here. on, and <laughs> and it'll just make you make you feel better after you've just been criticizing yourself yeah. t- too harshly all week. Yeah. When I'm doing, when I'm in kind of my like more little girl baby yeah. space with with um, my primary partner, I'll usually like in a small voice be like, um. When did you start hating me? <laughs> and like, and it'll be he knows it's an ask yeah. for him to be like, you're a mate, you know, you're like all amazing. the nice things. What are you I'll be like, um, do you, do you still love me? You know, and little baby, like this little needy baby, and and we have this sort of, I don't know if he would call it a game. He's probably like, I'm, this is exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to check in about it. No, he he knows, and we've kind of you know this is part of like some of the play we I do. Love it. So I think it's. Yeah, yeah, it's it's good to know how to ask for that. Granted, yeah. not everyone who's into that, but how to how to ask for like, hey, I need some words of validation yes. right now, or I need some words of affirmation, 100%, 100%. or like I need, or even I know people don't like to tell people what to say to them because they're like, if you love me, you would know what to say. Um, but it can be really healing to be like, I want you to say. Mm. Um, that I'm doing my best and I'm amazing and I have the best tits ever. And yeah. then they just like say the thing you yes. asked and it can be very healing. But I think a lot of people have a block of like asking specifically for what they want. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I've definitely come across that a lot in life and, and you're right. Like I think if, if doing this is kind of, you know, taught me anything, it's that, yeah, like the, the clearer that you can communicate, like to to your partner about what it is that you that you need what you crave what you what you're really wanting right now um yeah it's it, it we don't have to play that guessing game right like and i think that's it's such a, an amazing thing to do because we all want validation we 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 all need that validation in some way shape or form and so and everyone's you know love language is is different you know i've had that with with partners like i've had the same thing like you know the 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 little the little squeaky sub who just wants to you know like i would just give me all of the praises now please like i've i've had that too and i'm like yeah i can i can go down this road this is a fun one i've had you know every everyone needs that validation in different ways and and it and it can just be a really nuanced change and so if you can communicate that, then then yeah, then you get all the, the the perfect validation that you want. Let's talk about like some of the different categories of sub and littles, because yeah. all of your audio, I, I feel like you have a wide net. So we've got the we've got the good the good littles. Mm-hmm. You know, we've got the ones who want the praise. We want the ones who want to be degraded. We've got brats. So like, let's talk about some of these like categories. These, what are some of the categories you feature? Um, yeah, what what do you think is people's favorite? Like, t- tell me all, more. All of those are very much present. Um, the it, it's funny. I, I always kind of do like a, a little poll in in the um the Discord as well. Just even just to get a balance of like, all right, so who are good girls and who are the brats? And it, and it's it's really interesting that it's always kind of level. Um, one one that's been <laughs> fine tuned a little bit and. Shout out to uh, a particular um, community member. This, this is going out to Jane. Um, she, she's like, she keeps saying that she has coined uh, the term praise egg. 
So like it's praise audio, but with degradation. So pra- an equal balance of praise and like, degradation. Like that sounds like ne- that sounds like negative. Yeah, I know. It's a- <laughs> maybe we need to work on the title a little bit. <laughs> yeah, you'd be you'd be such a good girl if you weren't such an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it, it, it's this mixture of of um, uh, degrading terms and but like with a softness mm. of the soft undercurrent of praise. Can you give an well. example in the ASMR daddy voice, please? <clears throat> hold on, hold on. Let me just let me just <laughs> prepare my vocal cords, Nicoletta. <laughs> He's drinking his own cum right now. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> me, 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 me. <clears throat> so you know, let's add something along the lines of. Um, You've made Daddy so very, very proud, you dirty little cum slut. <laughs> so, like, it's, 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 you know. Like, I don't know if you saw my face, <laughs> but as soon as you, t- like, my whole physiology changed. And your yours, too. Like, like it, for folks who c- you can't see since she's not on video, like, you, like, leaned in. Like, I couldn't see your face and you were up close to the microphone and, like, hair and your face. Like, the whole the code switching of the tone just changed and I I'll have to post my video because I immediately went <laughs> where did, where did just, he come from else, everything changed it changed it was I do feel because you always you talk about and you talked about in the last um episode too and folks should go check out my first episode with um with Rick but I uh yeah I feel like talking to you you're you're so um what's the word polite um, but then I know that your audios are not polite. I mean, they are in the in the way that they're like consensual, yes, right? Yes. But which which, as we talked about in the first episode, is good. Like if if you're talking to someone, you know, that you just met at a party or online, and they immediately go into Daddy Rick voice, like that's a red flag, yeah. you know, oh, if yeah. you haven't discussed anything. Versus like, oh, let's have a nice, you know, normal conversation where like, oh, I'm not going to tell you all the details about my crazy things I did after COVID and whatever. <laughs> and, that, and then and then you turn it yeah. on and you're like. <laughs> it's, the, it's the dance. It's the, the end. Uh, yeah. as, as the great Frankenberta said, anticipation. Patient. <laughs> um, yeah. That's a good. I like that though. So it's like degrading terms but with a loving yeah kindness. there's kind of that 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 praise and the nurturing is is kind of like the bedrock of it but you throw in a kind of a few degrading terms and yeah it's it's it, and again this is one of those things you know always kind of checking in with the 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 discord and people on patreon and just seeing like oh you know what are you enjoying what, what do you want to hear more of and that this combination kept coming up, so yeah, started putting out more more of that, and that's been that's been very well accepted. I think. Like, what do you think? Why do you think people like this sort of? I mean, I liked it hearing it, but like, where do you think people <laughs> like this? Like this intersection. I, I, I think it's because it, it's almost like a bit of a bit the best of both worlds, right? Like, I I think being mm-hmm. a dominant, you have to have that. Um, um, there's the the controlling kind of and rough and and you know aspect of of being a, a dominant but it has to be countered with the the yang of of care and nurturing and, and softness you know so um i think it's like the combination of both of them together you know it isn't just kind of like mm-hmm. a degrading scene and with aftercare afterwards you know it's kind of it's a yeah. bit of both at the same time 
Um, and, and and I think that combination is, is is appealing, especially if maybe you're diving into to this for for the first time as well. It's it's kind of giving you a taste of both. It's not kind of swinging naked from the chandeliers with a gimp mask on straight away. It's 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 just easing you into into kind of the um the, both of those aspects of it. So I think I think people are, are, are drawn to that. And not that there has to be a why for like why we like things, because I think that can sometimes mm-hmm. come from a from a judgment. But with a with a compassionate curiosity, <laughs> wondering about this to me, especially I think for folks who have been raised as femme, I do think it's for me at least it hits on this thing of like just being multiple things, like mm, slut and a scholar, yeah. right? Like like um, I think sometimes people can swing one way or the other, where it's like this sort of maybe myth or or real thing, the misnomer that like, oh, women like bad boys, right? But it sort of has this like, oh, you're sort of treating me a certain way, but you're also not an asshole, yeah. but you're acknowledging that I'm sexual, but you're also not like having no respect for me mm. and treating me like a, um, yeah, treating me in a shitty way. So I don't know. That's sort of what it brings up for me. Yeah, no, I, I can I can definitely see that because I and it looks something I'm I'm conscious of as well when I'm creating stuff is that again it's it's one way you know like I, I can only do so much in terms of um, um, letting people know what the content's going to be and and you know I, I getting some sort of consent you know it's it's I can't have those in depth conversations as much so I think these mm-hmm. work really well because they they there is that softer softness to them that there it, they, it is more respectful yeah. like the entire time around because you know like a lot of my audio is like I like I say it's disrespectfully respectful but it, you know sometimes like you know if you dive into them straight away they could be maybe a little a little much so um, yeah, I, I, I could definitely see the appeal from from that stand, standpoint as well. Okay, last questions before we wrap up. Do you have any top tips, and this could be giving or receiving, on what makes good sex, what makes good oral, and or what makes good hand stuff? I feel like my answers are just going to be going to be trite and, and normal. But like to to me, I always go to communication first. It's, I don't even know if that's sexy, but like. <sighs> Yes, it like, is. Okay, thank you. <laughs> like communication. What is it? Communication is lubrication. It is. It so is. Like I say this all the time because I, I get asked uh, this a lot, like just in messages and stuff. And I'm I'm like, look, before you dive into the deep end of any of it, like being able to, and, and, and I think it's why I'm really drawn to doing audios because I, 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 I find communication so important and, and, for great sex, like I didn't ha- start having great sex until I became far better at communicating. Right, I used to be a very stereotypical Australian male who squashed all his emotions down and didn't know how to express how he felt or, you know, talk about what I needed or or, or was able to be vulnerable. And when I started getting over that, and you know going to therapy and learning how to actually get in touch with myself, my trauma and being able to speak openly. I, that's when I started having great sex. When, when I asked, started asking questions, like, what is it that you like? This is actually what I mm-hmm. enjoy. What are you interested in exploring? Yep. What are your, what are your fantasies? What's the, the hottest sex that you've ever had? Like, what are the, what are those things that you, that, can, that are in the back of your mind sometimes that like you see or you, you hear or you smell and it just turns you on? Like I, communicating it, it, it really is it, it's it's the absolute 
um, apex of, of of sex for me. Like I think if yeah, if you if you if you can't communicate, like I you know I'm not going to say you can't have great sex, but I mean, good communication will always get, you know help you have amazing sex. I think. Love it. No, what Great. was the other one? So hands. What is that? Did you say hands? What else? I mean, I th- I think that's true for all kinds of well, yeah. for any of those things. <laughs> but it, but if you have any specific tips you want to share for hand or oral or anything, you're welcome to. But I feel like that. Okay, so that's true across. We, that's good for across we, the board. You yes, one hundred percent. My my advice for hands is, um, I, so you know, let's let's dive into a little bit of my other kink, shall we? So I I I love public sex like i i think another thing that i really really enjoy that you know that brings out my this the inner exhibitionist and this the, the voyeur aspect of it and and you know like you know i, I like rolling the dice and and, and and taking some risks sometimes um and and i think i think um hand stuff is amazing for that like it i, I think you can get away with with so much sneaky stuff with hands when you're out in public and and i think there's something that's really really hot about that and i don't know if that's like an art that's kind of been lost or am i just or i just feel like a bit of it sound like an old man old man wave you know <laughs> waves fist at clouds kind of thing right now but like yeah. i i've always loved how seductive that is and how kind of teasing it is it's almost like a it's mm-hmm. a like this this entree like before, but uh, yeah. oh, like you know, um, a pr- like a, a trailer before the movie. No, that's a terrible analogy. Um. <laughs> yeah, I call it. I call it like. Um, I mean, I'm hearing that there's a few different like desires around here because one is about like, oh, we could get caught yes, and it's naughty 100%. and whatever and it's secret. But but I also think the other piece that I wish more people took into hand stuff that they weren't doing in public would be like the the slowness of it yes. and the tease piece. Yes, because you're talking about like. You're talking about like what I would call simmering, which is like you're kind of like starting the po- the water yeah. boiling all day. Um, but I think a lot of times when people go to hand stuff, they want to go fast. But like in public, you might not be able to get yeah. fully fucking yeah. in there, you know, right? So it's like, it's just like, I mean, maybe you could, like depending where you are, you're like, let's squirt in this restaurant. Right, but you know, it's like a, a slow graze yes. or a soft touch or a little bit, mm-hmm. as opposed to like I'm gonna just yes. <laughs> stab you for like right away. I, and, um, and so I, I, I wish more people took the imagine you're in public and how slow you would do it, and then do that in yes, private too. A hundred percent, I know, like, and and I, 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 yes, a million percent. What you said, you're so on the money because that's the thing, right? Like I, even when I'm talking about hand stuff, like I, I don't immediately think about anything penetrating. I, I I think about exactly that. It's the 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 teasing, like the you know, wh- like even or just holding your hand right, over it, most, like yes. feeling the warmth of someone's the hand. Most, like the sometimes the most minimalist stuff is the best because it's it's it, then you have their imagination on your side as well. Like if like I th- that's why I love like playing with hands because yeah. and then and then once someone does really touch you like oh, they could my God. Like, they could be shitty they melt. could be shitty at melt. it and like <laughs> you might not even notice if they're sh- if you're shitty or yeah. they're shitty at it because you've been had so much pent up energy they could just touch you it's and like, you're like oh, oh I can't 100%, <laughs> right, right? 100%. So, like, you don't even have to be good just do a lot of teas and then, and then that's it. <laughs> yeah yeah I, I I I I again like I'm I'm such a such a lover of imagination. Like I, I think like more of us need to kind of incorporate that imagination and creativity into our sex lives instead of just, you know, automatically just going to 
how do I get to orgasm straight away? You know, and the hands are great yeah. for that. Mm, well, thank you so much for joining again. Um, again, for listeners, if you haven't listened to the first one, would recommend that. Um, how can folks get in touch? Um, follow your angry Instagram rants <laughs> and uh, <laughs> no, you know, follow follow what you're doing and and all the all the fun stuff. And support your work. Um, so I, I am on Instagram now, and everyone out there can thank me. For now. For now. They'll probably take us <laughs> off by the time this release. Um, I, I say this to everyone as well. The, like, the reason I'm on there is because of you too. Uh, I am on Instagram, and and that is because of Nicoletta. Uh, she, she was the one who was like, get on Instagram, you dork. And I did. Um, so that is at free underscore ASMR underscore daddy. Um and then, yeah, I mean, just go and check out, um, like the best place to start, I guess, is on, is on Pornhub because I throw up heaps, you know, 90% of my stuff I throw up free there um, because, as my friend said, like this is a community service, so I try to give out as much as I can for free. So, um, yeah, just uh, search for ASMR Daddy on Pornhub um, and you'll find me there. And then pay him on Patreon. <laughs> if, if, you, if you can, if you feel, if it connects with you, go for it. Yeah, pay him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Listeners, if you want to follow what I'm doing, I'm on Instagram uh, at Sluts and Scholars, on Twitter at Sluts Scholars. You can listen anywhere you get your podcast or at slutsandscholars.com. Please rate and review. It's really helpful. And don't forget to check out the uh, advertiser discounts because the more you support them, the more you support the podcast. And talk to you next week. Mm-hmm.